Hello and welcome. This is Modern Beers and 90s Nostalgia. This is episode 74, and it's my birthday. So it's a birthday episode. Yeah, it's birthday episode. It's birthday episode. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Happy birthday to you. It's a song. Look it up. I'm pretty sure Vin Diesel did a cover of it. Uh, <laughs> it's... It's a, it's a super exciting uh, episode 74 because it's my birthday. It's the last day of the month, and in many parts of the world, the month is already over. So, uh, sorry, but uh, according to my calendar, it's gonna be May. Is that relevant? Yes. Yes, it is. I don't give a fuck what you say about it. I've been living with that uh, half of my life now because of that fucking song. Because my birthday's April 30th. And you know, after April 30th, it's gonna be May. If Justin Timberlake wasn't so fucking cool and getting along with uh, Lonely Island the way he is, I would I'd probably have fucking strong feelings about that. But good for him. Good for memes. Good for the whole world, I suppose. Anyway, it is episode 74. Uh, and this is a random episode. And I know it is a... It is a Tuesday, and part of that is because it's my birthday, and part of it is because I didn't record anything over the weekend. Uh, the weekend was filled with pop culture, but nothing, <laughs> not the 90s, uh, between the Avengers and Game of Thrones and, uh, fuck, last week's Orville, if you watch it, there was, there ain't nothing 90s about this last weekend, except for maybe the soundtrack that uh, Quill was listening to some point in the Avengers, but, uh, what an amazing weekend for film and, and movies, but that's not what we're talking about today, but I will circle back to that. I promise because everything, everything ties back in. So without further ado, and ado, of course, is the word that is Spanish for a debut. Um, I'm going to get into this next piece and then we'll get into, the main event of the episode. And if you're wondering what the fuck I'm talking about, read the title. It's always there. I always try to keep it a secret, but it's always in the title because I'm a fucking moron. All right. So hold right on. And here we go. So tonight is a delayed response of something that happened during the Game of Thrones evening a couple nights ago, but I wanted to document it. And so I took some notes because I've been waiting for this for 18 months. It's a thing, people. And, uh, you know, just in, in true fashion, I do have a too hard to hear that I'll be drinking while I discuss this other beer. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Which happens to be Bells. So this week's episode is unofficially sponsored by Bells. Bells Brewing. Have you had that beer yet? Bells. Bells Brewing. Where the beer is there. Bells Brewing. It's beer. Yep. Ah, 
that long pause was me drinking. Is that, is that relatable? Anyway, Bell's Brewing. I got a beer a long ass time ago, uh, 18 months ago to be exact. It was a Bell's Black Note Stout. And it's, it's, it says 2017 right on the front of the label. So, you know, it's a, it's a marked stout. It's a marked, but shelf life is unlimited. So age it as long as you want. And as long as I wanted ended this past Sunday, when I watched the game of Thrones episode, I said, Ooh, I'm gonna need something special for this. Something special. You guys ever do that? You have a girl over and she's real special and you're like, I'm going to need something special for this, something special. And you break out like an 18 month old beer and she's like, what's that? And you're like, old beer, bitch. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't work the same that way. But in this case, uh, I was very happy. So the Bell's Black Note Stout 2017 is a stout aged in bourbon barrels, uh, as you may imagine, Shelf life unlimited. Now, I believe the alcohol is somewhere around 10.2%, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> I aged this shit for 18 months in my fridge, and the alcohol tasted like it was somewhere around, I don't know, like 25%. <laughs> I felt like I was drinking uh, bourbon with a, uh, like a, a stout flavored bourbon. <laughs> it was. It was intense. Uh, it was was good. It was really good. It's still smooth, but it definitely tasted, uh, much higher in alcohol, which is funny because I thought that only happened if you age those beers in like kegs, but I guess if they're high enough to begin with, go to town, have a good time. Tell your mama I said hello. And when you get back, I'm going to have a treat for you. And you're not going to like it, but it's going to be a treat for me. So I'm going to call it a treat for you. But that's just deception. Because really, it's going to be bad news for you, Sonny. It's true. It's going to be bad news for you, Sonny. We'll take a break. Because what the fuck else are you going to do after whatever I just <laughs> And I'm going to drink some of this two-hearted, and I'm going to have memories of my Game of Thrones Black Note Stout 2017, aged 18 months. You guys, if Bell's, so Bell's is one of these great breweries that has the shelf life listed on the side of the fucking bottle. And if it says unlimited, throw that shit in the fridge and forget about it for a while. You will not regret it. It is so good. Seriously. It's fucking delicious. Hey, hey, Tim, it's fucking delicious. You get that? All right, we'll take a break. We'll get to the main event. Ain't nobody like it. Party cause it. Party don't stop. Ain't nobody like it. Party cause it. Party don't stop. Ain't nobody like it. Party cause it. Party don't stop. Ain't nobody like it. Party cause it. Party don't stop. Don't stop, don't quit Yeah About to pull it down, baby Brand fan, 3G Now, feel me uh, I make it hot in New York streets Who draws heat while you talk sweet? Come on well- 
All right, we're back with the main event, the main topic, the main squeeze of the episode, and that is action figures. If you were a boy or a girl, we don't discriminate in this show. I mean, we probably do. If you listen back, there's probably some pretty fucking damning statements. But overall, we try not to discriminate in this show. Uh, and if you were a child in the 90s or the 80s, you probably had action figures coming out your bunghole. Uh, isn't it weird that bunghole sounds dirtier than butthole? <laughs> Is it just context? I feel like there's a relation there. But we are talking about the uh, popular action figures of the 90s and what you had, what you didn't have. Now, I did try to get a number of people on this episode, and unfortunately, they're all fucking lame as shit, and they're not here. I'll call you out by person. By name? By person. By name person. Scoobles. Um, but there's... Oh, God, there's so many. I don't know about you guys, but... like, So, I had an older brother, so my first... Uh, not deviation. I don't know what word I'm looking for. My first experience with action figures were his action figures. And if you're the older brother and you're listening to this, you're probably like, yeah, fucking kids. Because what would happen is I'd be like, oh, I'm old enough to like action figures. I want to play with yours. And then all of a sudden yours are either lost or broken or I just won't give them back. And that's what it's like. And it's fantastic. Uh, my first soiree with action figures, uh, especially stealing from my brother, were G.I. Joe, Thundercats, and He-Man. What a great and elaborate and different grouping of action figures. So, G.I. Joe were the same for, God, decades. So, a lot of people know G.I. Joe is the old 12-inch figures your parents played with but once star wars became popular with the i think they're six inch figures six inch four and three quarters something like that um they're like oh we got to make a bunch of fucking gi joes this size and they did and they had bendable elbows shoulders knees and their their thighs or hips i guess <laughs> Weird. When I said thighs, I felt like I was sexualizing the GI Joes. <laughs> um, but their their hips, I guess, they were attached to their. Yeah. Now what 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 was the deal with the design there? So here's how it was. Uh, GI Joe was a head that was attached to a torso, and attached to that torso were two arms, and the arms bent at the shoulder joints, and they bent at the elbow joints, and then that torso was attached to some chastity belt piece <laughs> that was the exact shape of the underwear you wear. Uh, and the through the bottom of that torso was a black rubber band. Um, yeah, I'll call it a rubber band because I can't think of the right word. But it was a black rubber band that came out at the bottom of, a tor- of the torso of the G.I. Joe through the center of the weird underwear cod piece and attached to the legs in the crotch which pulled all the whole gi joe together that's how the gi joe was pulled together and constructed my gi joes would always break because of that 
uh, I used to have a GI Joe graveyard. So the house I moved, I moved, not moved out of, well, I moved out of, not the house I moved in a, into, but at the house I moved out of the house I grew up in all the same thing. Uh, there was three concrete steps up to the front door and the top step was loose when I was like 10 and it was loose the entire time that I lived there after that. So when one of my, uh, GI Joes or as we'll talk about later, X-Men action figures got killed or murdered or just fucking broken. Cause me and my brother used to grind their faces against treadmills. <laughs> this is, this is getting psychologically deeper than I thought it would. Uh, we would or I would, I wouldn't, I shouldn't say we would, I don't think my brother knows this at all, but those action figures would go underneath that third concrete step pulled away, dump the action figures down there and push it back into place. And I'll tell you what, every time I pass the house I grew up in when I'm driving, I'm like, Ooh, I want to buy that fucking place just so I can rip that step up and see if, you know, Superman's torso is still fucking chilling down there. And I bet it is because plastic never dies. People. If there's one thing we learned about modern, who's it? What's it? It's that plastic never dies. Anyway, uh, you know what else I, so I just bought, uh, I, I, do, I do this sometimes. If you ever, if you're a big fan of this podcast because of the nineties thing, you might do this too. But what I do is I will get excited about some object that I had when I was growing up and then I will go on eBay and I will look up the object that I had when I was growing up and then I will find that object and then I will bid on it or I will just straight up fucking buy it. And then I, then I own some random piece of nostalgia that is typically fucking pointless. Let me name a few things that I have gotten this way. First, uh, the Gambit X-Men figure who has the, uh, long trench coat that is made of like the equivalent of a plastic bag. <laughs> I remember growing up with that and I was like, this is going to get ripped, broken, and lost very quickly. And it did. Um, but I haven't opened it now, the new one. Uh, X-Men Micro Machines. I got those. Those are also from my wee childhood. I uh, got the... <laughs> this is a good one. And I recommend, if nothing else, just do this eBay search because you will be so excited about what you find. I got the McDonald's Berenstein Bears toys. So these were Berenstein Bears action figures that came in McDonald's Happy Meals. And I got the entire set. And I've never been more happy with a purchase. <laughs> I've gotten Gummy Bears, the animated television show. Gummy Bears figures, uh, which I believe were also probably from Happy Meals. McDonald's, step your game up. You guys used to be so good. Um, you know what? Can McDonald's just sell 90s Happy Meals again? Because I feel like they'd still make a good amount of money on that. Uh, and then lastly, and most recently, as in like came in the mail yesterday, I bought mask action figures. And it has come to my attention that nobody knows what the fuck these are. So did you watch mask? Like, does anyone, is anyone listening to this and like, uh, I know what he's talking about. Are you of the majority where you're like, what the, f like mask, like Jim Carrey? That's what I get most of the time. But no, the, uh, not the mask. Fuck. See, 
<laughs> mask. Uh, it was a bunch of three inch figures. So they're, they're knees and elbows and shit bent like GI Joe's, but they were three inches tall. And their gimmick was everything they had, like a dune buggy or a motorcycle or a fucking gas station, uh, could convert into a, a war machine. Essentially looking back is very funny, but yeah, like their, their motorcycle turned into this helicopter with machine guns and their dune buggy turned into, uh, I don't know, a fucking helicopter with machine guns and their gas station turned into something called Boulder Hill where the, uh, top of the fucking mountain blew off and a guy came out with a fucking machine gun and the gas pumps turned into machine guns. They're very violent people, but there was a, a Saturday, not Saturday, but like a weekday morning cartoon and I fucking loved it and i had a bunch of action figures and i had the whole play set and uh you can't find much of it because they really like it wasn't very popular and obviously even less popular today but i was able to find some guy who was selling a set of like five action figures and one vehicle which in ebay terms is a fucking gold mine but i got it for 11 dollars, so i was super fucking pumped about that and now it is on my desk at work with my Berenstein Bears and my Fallout bobblehead and my Walking Dead figures and so many other random fucking things. So, all in all, I'd call that a win. You know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Doesn't matter. Um, and then, yeah, G.I. Joe's, G.I. Joe's survived forever. So, even the ones that died, like, they were still enough to where when my brother stopped playing with them... I would keep playing with them because G.I. Joe's, that was like their golden age, the 80s and the early 90s. Like, they released so many different series of G.I. Joe's. So you would just keep getting them. And then uh, Marvel released X-Men and X-Force, which was also phenomenal and the best toys out there. I loved them so much. And it's funny with uh, things like Avengers coming out uh, this past weekend and, you know, Marvel really capitalizing on everything that they have going on. Uh, it's I want to point out some of these. I have a Sears 1991 Christmas catalog, which you guys may remember. We used this in the 2017 uh, milkshake stouts of Christmas. Holy fuck. How long have I been doing this fucking podcast? Oh, like, no, I love you guys, but damn, that's insane. <laughs> Holy shit. But this was, I used this Christmas catalog in the 2017, uh, 12 milkshakes of 12 milkshake stouts of Christmas. I don't have to pronounce it. Fuck you guys. Um, and, uh, <laughs> it's, there's still some WWF wrestlers in here which we talked about like, I don't know, four episodes ago. And that's exciting. But uh, some of the Marvel action figures that are in here, and this is around the time that I started getting Marvel action figures, and I know that because the Wolverine, Cyclops, and Magneto, I had all three of them. But some others that you might recognize from a recent movie franchise that you may have heard of guys. Hey guys. We have a Captain America. We have a Spider-Man. We have a Hulk. We have Punisher. 
We have a Green Goblin. We have Venom. We have Iron Man. The Spider-Man Attack Tower. The Punisher Van. Which later would be found out to be a sexual innuendo. Very uncomfortable. Um, oh, man. X-Men 4-Pack of Figures. Wolverine, Colossus, Cyclops, and Magneto. Yeah, that's good stuff there. Um, and then they had vehicles, like the Wolverine fucking bicycle that looked like Wolverine, but it was, hap- like, it was a motorcycle. That was the difference. Um, and then uh, the legendary fucking Ninja Turtles. I feel like everybody of this time period had the Ninja Turtles toys, and it was just a matter of what play sets you had. Because there were so many, and they came... I don't know if you guys remember this. Oh my god, I'm having flashbacks, and there's so many good fucking things here. So, the Ninja Turtles toys, you could obviously get the action figures, uh, which were the Ninja Turtle action figures, and who wouldn't want those? And Master Splinter actually came with a robe, like a, you know, a samurai robe, but it was cloth, um, which probably didn't last long in any collection. But, more importantly, uh, like every other toy set at the time, there were play sets you could get. So you can get like the sewer, you can get the Ninja Turtles van, um, the, like the shredder layer, whatever the fuck it's called. And, or I don't know what it's called. Now I'm going to look it up because I'm looking at, the, it's called the Technodrome. <laughs> Sometimes you read stuff and it's stupid. Um, <laughs> so you could get the turtles and then you can get all the enemies and then you can get all the play sets too. And the biggest one of course was the turtle blimp, which was little, literally an inflatable 30 inch long, uh, quote unquote, turtleized armor printing, uh, with loops for hanging. And, uh, it had detachable glider with bomb launcher and with torpedoes. And if you had the, uh, the blimp or the van, you remember there was torpedoes because they, they literally looked like World War II bombs, but they were bright orange and, you know, for Ninja Turtles. <laughs> but, oh God, I might post a whole picture of this. In this Sears catalog, there's an entire layout of all these things. But all of them, uh, well, at least like the Lair and the uh, Technodrome, uh, connected with a sewer pipe. Because, as you know, the Ninja Turtles lived in a fucking sewer. And so you could have all these Ninja Turtles and Foot Soldiers and Bebop and Rocksteady. And then you could also have the Turtle Copter and the Sewer Playset and the Ninja Turtles Blimp and the Turtle Party Wagon and the Mutant Module and the Technodrome. And fuck, you could could have fun for hours. You could jerk off to Ninja Turtles. You shouldn't because that's real fucking weird. But you could. And that's what's important. But it's nuts. It's nuts what you could do. And that's the same year Tim Burton's Batman um, continued on with Batman Returns. So then that playset of the Michael Keaton Batman with the Batmobile, uh, you could also get Penguin, the, like the newer Penguin with the big fat Danny DeVito stomach and uh, Joker and Robin. Oh God, I had these play sets. They were so good. You could Wayne Manor, which like one side of it was Wayne Manor, but then you folded it out and it was, uh, Batman's cave, Batcave. That's what's called. <laughs> and then the often forgotten about, like there's, so 91 specifically, that's the catalog I'm looking at. 
there are two playsets here that I had both of, which makes me feel like super lucky. Hashtag blessed. Uh, <laughs> but one was Robin Hood from Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. And I know I've talked about this on here before because the playset is the same playset as the Ewok playset. And Kenner, I believe it is, uh, was like, yeah, let's just uh, literally sell the same fucking thing and say it's a Robin Hood playset. Um, but then new that year was Captain Planet. You all remember Captain Planet? Like, talk about a forgotten fucking cartoon hero. Captain Planet had this toxic... Oh, God. I oh, Let me see. There are... Oh, I had that too. Fuck. There are five things shown, and I had four of them. I didn't know I was in the Captain Planet that much. Shit. I'm like finding memories I blocked out. So, I'm going to describe these for you. There's four things that I had that I can describe for you. The first one is what looks to be a, I don't know, a fucking townhouse entrance. There's three steps up to a door, but then once you open the door, the back half of it folds down into a pool, which came with like a sludge, which was just like a weird powder that you put in water uh, that you could put in this pool, this plastic pool. And some of the figures would come with a, they would get toxic damage. So if you, if they went through this door and fell in that pool, their like face would change color or whatever. And then you could wash it off and it would be fine. Hopefully you remember that. Cause it's amazing. Uh, and then there's their weird airplane spaceship called the geo cruiser. I think I had two of those cause you could fit a whole full action figure. Cause captain planet action figures were bigger, but you could fit a whole action figure in the cockpit of that thing. And, its wings were like tucked in. And then when you hit the button, they spread out, which I don't know if that did anything in actual physics, but then there was the like submarine captain planet thing. They had the claws it looked like little crab claws. I don't know what it was called. I don't remember. And I can't read it in the picture. And then, uh, what is number three? Oh, I guess number two, geo cruiser and eco sub. That's what's called eco sub. Three is the scumocopter. So like this Rat King looking fucking villain rode around in this copter, this helicopter, but you controlled it by holding it with your hand and it had a trigger. When you pulled the trigger, the blades on the top, like the helicopter blades would spin. Uh, That's actually pretty cool. But uh, yeah, fuck, I had all those Captain Planet things. See, this is why podcasts like this are bad because now all I want to do is call my mom and be like, where the fuck are all my toys? Like, I had all this shit. We didn't sell it in a garage sale. I know you moved a couple places, but where the fuck are all my toys? Seriously, this is making me angry. I'll tell you what, if you're out there and you got my toys from my douchebag brother off of, like, eBay or Craigslist in the period of, like, fuck, I don't know, 2000 to 2004, reach out to me and I will buy them back to you. If not... I will buy them even cheaper. I just want to have these things. For some reason, the older I get, the more I want these fucking toys that I grew up with. I know that doesn't make any sense. Oh my god, this fucking Batcave. So this Batcave, I have to to do research on it, but I'm seeing it now in the picture. This Batcave used for 
1991 Batman, which was the uh, Batman Returns, Tim Burton Batman. This is a reproduction set. I remember this Batcave. I remember it exactly. I remember the handle and everything, but I remember getting it secondhand and didn't have any of the accessories because it was an old toy that uh, Kenner had re- like recycled just like this fucking Sherwood Forest. Oh, man. I'm having flashbacks like crazy. We better take a break before we wrap it up, before I go fucking nuts. Well, that was fun, but I'm still horny. Bonjour, mon nom est Paul Extase, puis je suis avec les deux cochons. Ah, toi, si toi tu t'ennuies là à la maison, là, tu peux appeler si tu as envie de me parler puis faire du dirty talk. Talk, talk, talk. All right, we are going to wrap it up. That's the sound of it wrapping up. Thanks for tuning in. Next week, episode 75. Remember, Camp Anarchy is now 30 days away. 31 days away. I don't know, months, to quote my friend Eddie from work. Uh, But yeah, it it is right around the corner. So if you don't have your tickets yet, head over to CampAnarchyFest.com and get those because why wouldn't you it's fucking amazing and uh keep playing with action figures i don't care if you're in your 30s or 40s go go grab a fucking gi joe and use your imagination because god knows we don't use it for anything else nowadays thanks internet i googled action figure and i played with it for hours that doesn't make sense but I feel like I'm trying to make a point there and somewhere in that nonsense sentence, my point has been made. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, even though I post nothing there at beers and nineties, or you can email me beers and nineties at gmail.com. That's B E E R S A N D G. Fuck my asshole. B E R S A N D nine zero S at gmail.com. Uh, and if you want to follow Chad for no particular reason, you can follow him at Chad, the number nine and then E Chad nine E on Instagram. And I will talk to you guys soon. Keep listening. Keep being awesome. This is actually, oh, this is fuck. I can't believe I almost forgot to mention it. This is the end of April and April and March were the two biggest download months of of the entire fucking podcast like huge huge download months at first i thought it was because of wrestlemania but turns out people just like shit so thank you guys thank you thank you thank you i cannot stress enough that i make nothing off of this fucking podcast so the only joy i get out of it are the is, is the fact that you guys are listening to it so thank you thank you thank you so much for listening um keep it up Hopefully we'll have a booth there at Camp Anarchy and we'll do a live broadcast and it'll be super fun. But until then, I wish you good luck and chapeau de bout des fonds le Bye-bye. Find me.